Where's that laptop table? Yeah, that's really good. I just don't want some right away. I'm kind of full. Huh? I won't eat one right now. I had three. But you were hungry? I have a squat. I know this is a big So, two fills me right now. Well, I just, I decided since there was one left, I decided may as well eat it. No point putting one in the fridge. I wanted to say a little more cake, I haven't had a cake yet today. But I will once my stomach settles. I just don't want to eat right away. I'm kind of full. Maybe after church, maybe my stomach will be settled. Until Tuesday, 
Is that better? Oh, 10 or 11 p.m. I think the long yeah. Because it starts, it started law school with I might just only be able to go for a little walk with Belle tomorrow. I she's... wonder what um, forecast um, that Chantel Evelyn's sister was looking because um, she said that it's supposed to be minus one tomorrow so, and rain. I said, well, if it's minus one, it's probably snow or sleet. Yeah, Well, maybe, maybe she, they're going to plant, plant those hot and flowers. Maybe she was looking at a different weather, like a different app. Because a different app sometimes tell different things. I don't hear anything. It sounded like the song was over. Oh, it's just so quiet. Yeah. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Well, Saskatoon Mike is kind of quiet. As we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And I'll have another coffee.
And herein is that same true, one soul and another even. I sent you to reap that whereon ye bestowed no labor. Other men labored, and ye are entered into their labors. It doesn't show any evening church for the rest of the month, Dad. Doesn't show any more evening church for the rest of the month. I looked at that calendar. So yes. this service turn, I think, will be uh, very short. But also, Sunday school is over. Um, I just heard like, five minutes ago that my dear father uh, has gained the
equipping it with each life from the smallest to the oldest God has given a time for. And as it was for Jesus, he was here to do the work that God sent him to do. And he was not so worried about this temporal life as he spoke to the disciples here and John recorded. He was thinking of the work that he was sent to do and to finish. And he said then to the disciples that do not say that there are four months and then come harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. And I'm sure the disciples were puzzled that if I told you today, early spring, that look at the fields, they are ready for harvest. But again, Jesus was not talking about this earthly harvest, this earthly time. And we have now heard that one person in this spring has now been harvested to the heavenly graves. We never know, each of us, when our time will come. In the midst of youth, as a young child, as a middle-aged person, we live our lives often not even thinking that death can be near. That our call may come. That the harvest may be ready. And that our work day may be done. And he that reapeth receiveth wages and gathereth fruit unto life eternal, that both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. One soweth and another reapeth. I sent you to reap that whereon bestow, you bestow no labor. Other men labored and he have entered into their fingers. This is how the work of God's kingdom goes. Each in their own time, in their own place, with their own gifts, serving as God has asked. From the very smallest child who serves there in the home they've been born into showing mother and father, uncles and aunties, neighbors, who would wish to see that here is a little piece of heaven on earth. From a young child who plays, asks life's questions of mothers and fathers and youth, but why is it so? Also serving God in their way. Your children and youth, each 
has been created by God. Each has their own doom. The another time when Jesus spoke about the harvest, he said that He was sending his disciples to, to preach in different places. And he said unto them, The harvest truly is great. But the waivers are few. Pray ye therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth labors into, into his harvest. We in our Zion have well for many years we had no speakers to speak before the congregation God in his will blessed servants to serve and to the point where now we have had four speakers before the congregation and now, next month, one dear brother and his wife will leave. And at least for us who stay to serve, it leaves nobody alone. And then, if God wills in July or early August, I will also leave for a year to Finland and we will be back to two dear brothers to serve and I think it would be fair to say that the prayers are many with them and their families as I know Sundays go when Father needs to speak. But yet, God is gracious. And God helps. And yet, when we look on the fields, we see they are white, as Jesus said, ready for harvest. And then we would pray that God would send workers into his harvest. That we serve in our time as God has called. And we continue the work of others as they pass on, as they move on. And yet, as today, we have the day of Pentecost that one Holy Spirit the third part of the triune God binds that message together my father 
now serve his time. I have thought over the last year, especially, how he has been in a good place. God had taken his mental capacity to the point where visits were sometimes good and sometimes difficult to understand. And he did not know within the last year of the difficulties that are going on in Zion. He did not know about the worldwide pandemic that was causing even many believers to doubt, to wonder if God is in control, wonder if God's word really says so, which also caused much questions, doubts, and in some places love was tried amongst believers. But yet this was unknown to, uh, to my father. God had already given him a place of rest, almost as if near those sh the shore he had found a quiet cove to allow him to reach quietly that on the shore. He served for many years in God's kingdom. Served at a time when there were certainly very few servants. Where the children of God longed to hear God's word. And therefore he also needed to travel much to preach, to serve in God's kingdom. But we live in a different time now where there are in Zion many servants. But God has given increase in the congregations that there is also much serving to do. And God has blessed the internet and the use of it in the work of the kingdom. Where even this evening this word can spread to those who wish to hear and may reach places that we have no that we have no idea it could reach. Today is our day of work. Today each of us has a duty to do the work of God. And this work is simple. Once Jesus was asked that how might we do the works of God? Jesus said, you do the works of God when you believe on him who he sent. Believe on Jesus, our Lord and Savior. And as we have the day of Pentecost, 
we remember that Jesus' work day is done. When he hung there on the cross, he said, it is fulfilled. It is finished. But he sent, and he promised that the Father would send the Holy Spirit. And now we live in the time where the Holy Spirit continues the work of Jesus. And this Holy Spirit is in our midst. It comforts, it uplifts. And it is such a spirit that it even prays on our behalf to the Father. Even when we don't know how to pray ourselves, it prays for us. And even when we don't know what someone else is going through in life, struggling with their own challenges, and we wish we could approach, and we may not even know what to say or to do, even in those moments, the Holy Spirit knows all. The Spirit that is within each believer is part of that triune God. And the Holy Spirit, as Scripture says, also knows and prays on behalf of others. And so, as we close this evening I would encourage you to continue to believe that is the first work that we are given to do to believe on him who God sent our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ his wounds are open for you this evening you have permission to uplift your heart to believe all sins forgiven in Jesus' name and precious name. And when you thus believe, you are, as Paul says, the husbandman must be first partaker of the fruit. As a believer, you are then ready to preach God's word to preach the forgiveness of sins to those around you and to do the work in God's kingdom that you have been asked. Think of those former saints who have won the race. They are as if they're at the finish line waiting for us, cheering us on that yes, I made it. You can make it too. As the writer to Hebrews says in the 12th chapter of Hebrews, the first verse, wherefore seeing we are also who passed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. When we are on the journey and we doubt and we are tempted and we fall into sin, there are times when we think that the race is not worth it. I cannot make the destination anyways. 
but those former saints, those that cloud of witness, that this visible kingdom of God here, the people here as part of God's kingdom, are joined with this invisible kingdom that is there in glory. They are there waiting for us. And they are saying to you, tired or weary one, doubting, sin, rest, believer. You also can make the journey. You can reach the destination. When you also lay aside every weight and the sin that always besets. Believe, dear one, all sins forgiven. In Jesus' name, And if there would be matters that we, that are pressing you down on the journey, do not, do not try to ignore them. Do not listen to the word of the enemy that they are so small that you do not need to worry about them. Or the lie also that they are so large that no one would understand. There is no grace for you. But there is, dear one, you have permission to believe that those great sins that may press forgiven. In Jesus' name, and if you find that your faith is weak, that you are not able to believe, God has also set this great gift of confession, where you can turn to a trusted brother or sister in faith and share your burdens. And there you will hear from the confessor, father, and mother, as of God himself, that you may believe that and all your sins. And then it gives us also patience to run the race that is sent before. God is a gracious and loving God. He will give always a way to escape temptations of the God. And as John was told by Jesus to write to the church in Revelations, be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Let us remain believing. Let us remain traveling one step at a time along this journey of faith, carrying each other, praying for each other, doing the work that we've been asked to do. And then we leave it in God's hand that those after will continue, each in their own term, until God ends his All things are in his hands. May I also believe my sins and doubts. The Lord bless us and keep us. The Lord make his face shine upon us and be gracious unto us. The Lord lift up his countenance upon us and give us peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.
Yeah. How old was Arthur? Maybe seven, maybe. Mm -hmm. So I guess he wasn't far from ninety. He lived a pretty long life. Mm -hmm. Longer, longer than Irene. I think they're standing. Turn it down. On, no, on your thing. That sounds like Nicholas. Those Saskatoon sometimes can have bad audio. But Arthur's memory was basic Arthur's memory was basically gone, wasn't it? Yeah. Was Arthur in the Outlook home? Because it's just this pandemic has been 
And first three years, it was the year I, because I had to leave straight to the Longview Kingsley services right after the memorial service. I didn't need to leave. And Arthur was after, was it straight after that? Easter when Arthur first came to Wakimese. Could have been because he was um, at home until I don't remember when, but then he came and he was home. Has it even been more? Would it have been already a year when he came to Sinsari? I'm just thinking that uh, it wasn't last summer because it was already pandemic. So no, last that, summer he, he, he had been a full year already. Yes, because yeah. then the summer before he was in, like 19, he was in Lucky Lake. Yeah. But was, had Irene just passed away on that Easter or the Easter before? Yeah, that like, was he still, wasn't he still? He was at home for a while. Like yeah. He, he wasn't. Because he was caught up driving and stuff. Yeah. I wonder if it would have been already 18 when Easter when I read this. And he was born, like, until these summers. Summer. But he was in summer. It was summer time when he was already in Lucky Lake with us. But just that if Irene had passed that Easter or Easter before. Was he an outlook at all before he came to Lucky Lake? No, he first came first to Lucky Lake. Yeah, I think for a while, people from the family tried to stay there. Yeah. I wonder how long they did that. It was for a while that they'd take turns maybe yeah. there a week or something. the nights there. At first they weren't. Like it wasn't until probably summer when that they just checked on the This is still on. That's how they cut out. <laughs> 